Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join Hands Love Train. We're back for another week. Married at first sight. We are back. You know what I noticed? The closer we get to decision day, the more filler they give us. And I feel like this whole show, it's eight weeks, right? So eight, each week could be an episode. Right. But for some reason, (laughs) for some reason, we are already 16 episodes into this season and we still have not made it the whole eight weeks. And so Mm -mm. I'm just... I don't know. I guess there's, because maybe there's this many people, they feel like they have to add it all in there, give us our money's worth. Yeah, but advertising, baby. We can, we can do this season, faster. Yeah, this season was just so weird. So, yeah, so haven't seen anything on social media. I don't care. Let's move forward. Okay, great. Um, okay, so we are at episode 16 of Married at First Sight San Diego. It is called This Isn't Best Friends at First Sight. Mm. Now, um, it may seem like we're going fast, but just know we're not leaving <laughs> things out. There is not a whole lot of content here. Um, <clears throat> so we are at four days to decision day. Um, people are doing their regular things they do at the start of episodes. Mitch is with his nieces. Justin is feeding something to Newton. He needs to stay away from that dog. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening. So he I was, thought it was dog food, but he ate it he first. He ate it and then spit it out and then was going to give it to him? <laughs> I don't know why. I would not trust him with my dog. But he didn't I don't know why anything. we're still here. He was just looking really He weird. thought he had it under control. We know. Oh, Lord. I was like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, so that's kind of the intro. Then we get, like, some weird diary cam of Stasha. Um, <laughs> it doesn't seem to go with everything else. Because everything else is like, oh, this is what people are just, you know, hanging around. And Stasha is diary cam, full face of makeup, telling us that she feels like she's triggering these insecurities. It just kind of is heavier than what we were expecting. Right. Um... Right after that, we transition into Kristen and Mitch. She wants to do a face mask on him. Um, so he's laying on the bed. She's rubbing whatever this is on his face. It looks aggressive. Um, what she kind asked of him face to do- mask is that? Um, it reminded me of like Benedite clay, which oh. is what I usually do for my face mask, but I'm sure it wasn't that. So Okay. It reminded me of like one of those lush face masks. I'm sure, yeah, it was something like from a jar, so. They love a face mask on this show. It's very strange. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to be mostly her initiating these things. Maybe the the climate is dry there, so everyone's skin is dry, so they need all these face masks. I don't know. Do you think it could be like her insecurity because he said he was unattracted to her, so now she's trying to do like all the extra skincare? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Is that a reach? I mean, but it wasn't just her. Like, I remember Nate and Sasha did one one week, and then Alexis and Justin. Like, it's just the Maybe these mask. came in, like, one of the kits for the week. And so. Oh, maybe. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Um, he puts one on her. Whatever. <laughs> uh, he says they're starting to pick up each other's habits. Then all of a sudden, they start talking about having sex with these face masks on. And he asks her if she knows what body means with a W. 
And he said he researched it, and it means you're humorous about sex. I don't think that's correct. Strange. (laughs) I don't Uh, think that's, that's not what that means. That's not what I thought it meant either, but, you know, the people will research as they will and come to these conclusions. Okay, let me do it real quick. Oh, technically. Okay, so the real Oxford Dictionary. It's um, in the Oxford Dictionary? Yes. yes. Like Oxford, England? Yes. So it says dealing with sexual manners in a comical way. But that's we, not that's not what, how we identify body. I don't. Is it have an example of it being used in a sentence? Let me see. It says actually no. That's interesting. See, they just make up anything and put it in Oxford. That thing is not as credible as it used to be. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. So yeah, I guess I, I guess that meant something to him. So. He probably was like, "This is a reputable source." Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't know nothing about nothing. Um, we transition from there and it looks like everyone is going to talk to their loved ones because we need more content. And so everyone (laughs) must talk to their people in order to progress the show. So the first folks up are Nate and Stasha. Um, so Stasha is talking to her mom and Nate is talking to his dad and I guess his sister. I don't know where this girl came from. Yes, his his sister with her boyfriend, boyfriend in, the in the car. I was like, I what's going on here? Where is everyone? Um, because doesn't there. his dad live in San Diego? So why were they on FaceTime? I don't know, but he keeps wearing this sweater over and over again. I'm more. Cons- I, I want to know, sister, because sister both do they have the same mom? Can't um. Be. No, he said his mom left when he was how old? I think he's older than her. Yeah, so the, if little sister is younger, then, like, who's her mom? Where's she at? I don't know. Didn't he I, say his dad dated Maria for a while? Maybe that's Maria's kid. Who's Maria? Some girl his dad was dating who was, like, in their lives for a little bit. Okay, I hope well, I'm let's, let's get into it, because I don't recall Maria. <laughs> um. So Nate says that, you know, he's getting really nervous about, you know, decision day, but also about this living situation. He feels like if he moves into her house and things go bad, he won't have anywhere to live and he'll be homeless. So then dad is like, well, you know, what y'all going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if you love each other, you know, you just make it work. And he's yeah. just like, yeah. It's the only option so. we got. He's like, yeah, I guess so. Um, and so Nate's dad says that he isn't getting any younger. He needs to get married. And he says that it'll work out if they love each other. So then Nate starts talking about the kids and how, you know, she wants kids sooner rather than later, but he wants to be able to provide for his kids, and Stasha thinks that they can have fun while having kids, and he doesn't think so. So then his dad is like, you can be a fun parent. You just got to love each other. Great. It's possible. Mm-hmm. And then wow. sister at some point did ask him if he even wanted kids. Um, so yeah, so they're having a robust conversation. So then Stasha's talking to her mom, and, you know, same old, same old. She says that Nate is lacking in the emotions department, and she's worried about him if he'll always be behind her in emotional maturity. She mentions that he lived with an ex for two years. Stasha's talking to her friend, Jewel. Oh, that that was her mom. I thought it was, too, at first, but then they had a name thing that said Jewel, her friend. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so sorry. I... I thought the same. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is her mama. But well, it's, Jewel, it's not. God bless. I'm, my apologies, Jewel. Um, we didn't have to say that, Jade. 
so she doesn't know if he'll know when he knows and it's just a whole back and forth with her she's her worst enemy at this point and that's kind of all that i got did you get anything else from from jules no it just seems like stasha is getting very fixated on this um this whole like loveless marriage and because he hasn't been in love before uh jewel does ask her if if she believes that he's the right man for her and she says she thinks so, but I think it's kind of like, you know, it's the only the only option there um, right now. And Stasha tells us that even when he was living with his girlfriend that he was with yeah, for like he, two years, he wasn't in love with her. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I'd be concerned to have, but like, uh, what do you mean? Well, but I feel like they probably didn't have the conversations that she and him are having right now. You know, that awareness of like, hey, like I am, you know, going, I do feel like I'm going to grow in love with you. I've just, it's been two months. I'm not there yet. My issue with Stasha is that it's like, how many times can you have the same (laughs) conversation where it's like, oh, every three to four days, which is so draining. And it's like, it's her insecurities as well. Like she keeps saying, oh, well, I'm triggering his insecurities, but it's yours too. Yeah. And again, like, I don't know when how old he was when he was living with this girl what the circumstances of their relationship was in order for that to progress to that level but it could have been like we were 19 and we were living together for two years right. like yeah i don't know yeah. um but stasha is just very very fixated on on this so we transition from them to lindy um and lindy's talking to her sister candace she's talking oh, that about was her sister yes <laughs> You thought that was her mom, too? No, no. I knew that wasn't her mom. Okay. I didn't know that was her sister. Where are all these siblings coming from? I don't know. She looks just like her to me. I was like, goodness. Um, But she's talking about the miscommunications that they keep having over and over. Oh, and Uh, the misconnection also. Misconnection and miscommunication. I was like, what's the difference? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So while she's talking to her, Candace is talking to her husband, I guess, in the background. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. And Lindy's like, oh, that happens to me too. Huh? Miguel would not like that. And she talks about um, stonewalling, shutting down. Her sister asks if this is new behavior from him, and Lindy says it is, which I think is not true. Um, I don't think this is new behavior for him. I think he's been this way, but I think it just went to another level at the retreat. So her sister's like, I have no advice for you. Um, but it's just hard. You kind of have to just decide who needs the most care at that time. She's getting emotional. She's like, you know, we're going through stuff over here. And I was like, this is taking, a, <laughs> taking like, quite well. the turn. Well, because I so was she's, like, what's happening over there? I don't know. Apparently, her sister and the, her kids were up too. So I'm sure they did like needed Lindy to talk to somebody. And this was not on her sister's list of things to do because it just seems like it's not a great time for her to be talking. She's crying. Lindy's crying. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's not great. We don't see Miguel talk to anyone, I believe. Yeah, that's because true. I guess we usually see him talk to, the, his, isn't he the one with the friend Steve? Yeah, but I don't think they talked. 
He didn't talk to anyone. He doesn't need any advice. So he has his mind made up. Oh, this is the one that I got confused over. So the next scene is Chris. I mean, I'm sorry, Kristen. Oh, mm-hmm. um, talking to her friend Lila over yep. drinks. Okay, that's the one that I got confused about. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're sitting there having a cocktail. Um, Krista is, you know, I feel like when she gets with her friends, she just starts, like, lying or, like, just, like, making it seem like everything's going <laughs> great when it's really not. When, I don't know. <laughs> not flat out lying. Well, she's just like, oh, she feels at peace and she's calm and she's mm-hmm. gotten everything off of her chest. And she will decide, you know, whether or not if they can continue or not. But then in the same breath, she says that Mitch has her craving validation because he was very open about not being attracted to her. And so she wants him without having to ask him to say yes. And she wants a grand gesture. So does that feel like she's at peace? Or calm? I mean, she said she is. And so I'm going to just. Like you're literally telling your friend that you want him to want you. Yes, in a grand way. She kind of wants him to propose, like, I want you to say yes to me. And that would give her. But that's kind of bad. Like, that's not the way this is supposed to work. You don't. It's not a proposal. No. Um, Yeah. It was just very. It was just weird. I was just like, stop trying to, like, force this man to do something that he just really doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if they do say yes, I can't see this really progressing very well. Even though she says she could deal with less, girl, every chance you get, you want more from him, and he yeah. can't give you what you're asking for. And it sounds like him, you know, in his natural habitat, I mean, we'll get to that, but I'm like, well, shit. I mean, I, I don't know if he can sustain a marriage. Mitch seems to be happy, like, cohabit. He'd be, like, a good roommate, I think. Yeah, yeah. I but think so. as far as, like, romantically tending to someone with the needs that she has presented, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't bet on it. Um, yeah, I agree. We transition from them into Alexis and Justin. They are each talking to their moms <laughs> separately on FaceTime. Um, so... And again, we still don't know a lot about Justin's mom, but she's on the line. Her name is Sharon. Um, And so he's telling her, yeah, you know, I had to give Maya up. And I thought, like, when I did that, it was going to be an automatic yes. His mom mom was like, you're nervous. And he's like, yeah, I am. And she was like, you know, you can plan for stuff, but stuff don't always happen. You can plan to go across the street and get coffee, but you can get hit. I put that down, too, because I was like, (laughs) can't always do that. I literally wrote the same thing down. I was like, so what? So you what can make a plan, mean? but things can change is what she said. Wow, what an interesting <laughs> metaphor. All right, now, that's one true. thing about the people in Justin's life, Justin has some tough people in his life. Like his brother and his mom, it seems like they are very like direct truth tellers. And I don't know if that's why he's so sensitive, but he seems to not be thinking along the lines of other people in his lives. So he's talking about he's in his head. Uh, his mom agrees. I'm stick with them and then we'll go to Alexis. But Justin tells his mom that two days ago he was a no. Um, and for him, he just wants to be wanted by his woman in an intimate way. And to him, it seems like she only wants to be (laughs) dominated. First of all, I'm sorry. Like, let's just pause really quickly because he's telling this to his mother. Justin is open book. Okay. 
And so he's Imagine talking to his mom. Imagine telling to your mom, I want my man to feel, I, I, to, I want to feel desired by him. And I feel like her. if I had a few drinks, maybe a conversation like that could come out. But, I mean, I don't know. If I'm like, look, I'm just not fulfilled. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would say things like he's saying. But his mom would seem to be with the shit, so let's go for it. He's like, it's all about her pleasure. She wants to be dominated. This is what I was saying. <laughs> and he's like I'm more uh, reserved and so I like I, I don't know if like I'll be able to please her um, his mom is like looking and she's like I mean if you care about her then you gonna have to be more freaky and so he looks like he starts getting uncomfortable because this is obviously like a recorded call um, he literally just said he's reserved <laughs> Well, why did why did you broach this subject right. then? If you're then reserved, the audacity to say, "Oh, well, I'm freaky." Yeah, Are so you? he tells his mom, he's like, "You know, I'm I'm freaky," and his mom says that if she don't want to be with you because of that, then she may not be the one for you. I mean, Justin, Justin has told everybody at this point that <laughs> she don't want him. <laughs> After after all the talk he gave us the first few episodes about his his male genitalia, life comes at you fast. (laughs) All that talking up he did about how hard he was, how he ready to go, and forgot about that. Yes, he was talking to us about it all the time. I'm ready. I was like, all the time. He was saying women are using him for his meat and like all this stuff. All this talk, talking hot shit. And now here we are saying he's more I just want to be desired. He doesn't think he'll be able to please her. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> Lord. I mean, that's what I thought. When he was doing all that talking from the beginning, I was like, this ain't about to be nothing. This he man. imagine. So if a gentleman was saying that he doesn't know if he can please you, like, what, is that, what does that mean to you? If I looked at Justin, I would think he wouldn't know how to please me. He doesn't seem to have, like, the swagger. Like, I don't think he's really exuding any sexual energy. Not for me. And so I'm just not sure, like, where it would come in at. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... It's not given. And so... I mean, apparently for Alexis, it's not either. She actually liked the man. Does she? I mean, she said she liked him, so... I don't anything that she was telling to her mom. Do you want me to cover what she said to her mom? Yeah, you take her mom, and I'll come so, back So, I didn't notice that Alexis's makeup always looks great. I actually wouldn't mind her. I took that same <laughs> note. I was like, look at her with this beat. That's right. good. Like, I actually wouldn't mind her coming out with, like, a little, like, makeup by, you know, Alexis channel or something, because the makeup is... Girl, that is my cute. first note. Right after she talks to her mom, her yeah. makeup looks good. Like, the blending it's just so natural I'm yeah like, she does this because she's done this on a couple different occasions mm-hmm. at first i think the first couple times i was like oh maybe she got like her makeup done but no this is her doing yeah. this this is great Bravo. it's really good yeah kudos um, to you so alexis tells her mom that she is split on the decision girl you lie she ain't even talking about the sex so she that's how you know it's not notable exactly she says he's in his head so much and doesn't invite her into those scenarios she can't com- she can't comfort him if he's overthinking if she doesn't know his thoughts. A lot of the times, Alexis be sounding like she'd just be like taking like quotes from Pinterest and just be like putting them all together. Um, it's probably she- TikTok videos. Yeah, I think so. She says they are they are struggling already with the training wheels 
and she's concerned about when they come off. Jesus. Mm. Um, Mom says, you know you're a runner. (laughs) Marriage is special. Look deep in your heart and see if he's for you. (laughs) She's trying here. She really is, but she knows she don't want this man. You just told him in the past episode he needed a machine for thrusting. You don't want him. (laughs) She didn't tell her mama that. Right? That's why I'm like, you know you don't want this man. This is shenanigans. Yeah. I don't know, but that that was so emasculating. Like, wow. It's fine. Is it? Because that's probably why his confidence is down now. But I think he's so defeated this episode. (laughs) Like, this man has been running to the ground. Um, he was supposed to be in that treadmill when he was in the gym with Nate and working on that stamina. And I don't know if he's really committed to this part of the process of the sexual fulfillment part. He said that um, he wants to be dominated too. That's that's fine, but I think you have to give to get in this situation. He wants to be, you know, he wants to and be held too. <laughs> that's fine, but you got to check your box off first before you know we can move on. I don't know. I wouldn't be motivated if I was her either, so. Man, when I give to you, fly in the room. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. I think there would be, like, some, like, you know how they said, like, a core memory is being formed? I don't yes. need those images. I, I do not need those. I am so intrigued. I'm like, so, like, what happened? Who gets I started? don't know, because, okay, he said, all right, we'll dig into this just yeah, a little we'll bit. Yeah, we'll dig into Since we got time. <laughs> He said that she does not initiate with him, and when he tries to initiate with her, I guess it doesn't... I don't know what he's doing. He may try to, like, rub her knee, and she don't jump on him after things like that, and so... I don't oh, know what I he's could, trying to you know, initiate. I could see him just like you know casually just rubbing your. Leg yeah, I feel like he would do something like really yeah, subtle and expect like some big reaction from right. her. That don't translate. Like you got exactly. You know. Yeah, so he's probably like, I'll kiss her, and then like. She'll she keep yeah. nothing going. Oh, Justin. Honestly. <laughs> so I think, like, that's what's happening. She's not initiating, so he's not feeling desired. And then when he's doing whatever he's doing, she's probably like, okay, keep going, or, like, what's happening? And it's just not as passionate as you would imagine when you're in that flow. Because remember how she was like, you know, the first time with somebody is, like, a little awkward because you're still figuring each other out. But I feel like Alexis has never been one to, like, bite her tongue. And so I'm sure she called this man out each time something mm-hmm. happened that go around. Um, or it might have been the thing where she was like, oh, she don't have a vibrator, right? So oh, I, I don't know what happened after after he didn't do whatever. It's the, I mean, he's not thrusting, so we have other positions we could do, I suppose, if we use our noggins. Um, but... I don't know. Uh, just doesn't quite a lot of grace here. I, I, well, I would hope that if she was feeling like his thrust wasn't there, like maybe she was like thrust more and maybe he wasn't, or like maybe we could switch this up and like she could take control because that's how he seems comfortable. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of ways to have sex and somehow we haven't figured it out. Oh, it sounds awful. It does. It doesn't sound like really, <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, like enjoyable or like, you know, the vibe you want to go into, you know, the first time you have sex with someone, hopefully it's like, you know, really hot and not like super uncoordinated and awkward, even though it could be, but you know, you have that, that want on the front end usually where it's like, you know, our first time. Um, I just don't know. Cause I feel like they kind of missed that, that, 
initial desire, um, which may have been like honeymoon night when people aren't really ready to get it on. And I think now when they had sex, it was just like, oh, well, we can have sex now. And it was like, I don't know. Mm, poor thing. After her dog was attacked, his dog was like, like there's so much <laughs> water under the bridge by then. It was like, it's kind of hard to feel the same level of. We'll just keep them in our thoughts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Mitch meets with his brother, Matt. Um, Mitch and Matt, Matthew and Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> Silverstein. They are, I don't know, like at some patio. Uh, he talks about the retreat, and he says that it seems to him like Kristen's finally becoming comfortable with herself. It's the first time he's seen it. He says he was feeling really good at the retreat, but then right after that, he had his work staff meeting thing, and he was just right back into his old life, and he says he has a hard time imagining what life would actually be like with Kristen, because right now we're still in the simulation of a marriage, which is kind of similar to what Alexis was saying with training wheels. Um... And Matt feels concerned because he's like, well, you, it sounds like you could be associating marriage with being less happy because you're not doing things that you usually do. And so for Mitch, he hasn't been surfing as frequently as he usually does. He hasn't been riding his bike. He hasn't been doing Mitch things because he's been doing husband things. He feels like they could be happy and he says he loves her, but he isn't in love with her. And so Matt asks if they enjoy time together. And Mitch says, yeah, there's like a good partnership there. And Matt's like, hold on, hold on, because you don't, I don't think you realize how rare that is um, to have someone like you enjoy spending time with and that you all work well together. <sighs> Mitch will not be swayed. Um, and he says, well, I mean, he can say yes on decision day, but it may not be an emphatic yes. And he's not going to be able to fake it. She knows he can't fake it. And so he doesn't know if that, like, half-ass yes will be good enough. And Sounds great. <laughs> Love that. His brother is like, well, she may be able to accept less emphatic yes if you can communicate that you want to try, you want to see where this goes. Um, Mitch says he's just confused and doesn't know. He's just, you know, not really sure still. Anything else? Um, I love that his friend was, like, trying to give him, like, a, a slight read of just, like, you don't know what you have, and obviously, you don't care. <laughs> like, literally, he's just, like, you don't understand how rare that is, and Mitch he was just, like, knows. yeah, but, like, that's just what she deserves. It's, like, oh, well, then, honestly, I feel like Mitch is the one who's saying, look, I cannot give you what you want. Mm-hmm. But Kristen is the one who's like, oh, no, if he just gives me this, if he just does this. I think Mitch is like, I honestly missed my life before you. Yeah, and his really. brother, who, you know, knows him well, who probably knows, like, Mitch is the kind of person to really focus on himself and the things that he enjoys, right. which is fine. That's okay. But his brother is also married, and they have kids, and so I'm like, maybe you should listen to this guy because, you know. I mean, that's true, but we all see how, you know, Mitch does not really... Mitch cannot be swayed. I mean, yeah, whatever Mitch believes to, is what he believes. He doesn't listen to anybody but himself, and it's just very, it's unfortunate. So, Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I think he's, it sounds like he already knows. Like, I can't say, hell yeah, but I can say, like, yeah, let's try. Let's see what happens after this. And yeah. we'll get further into Mitch and his ideas of what's happening after this as we go on. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, 
So then, not to fear y'all, we have another couple outing, just in case you didn't think we'd have Who another one. Who keeps scheduling these? So they are all riding go-karts in the street. That's very dangerous. Um, all men are driving except for Alexis and Lindy. They're driving their spou- uh, They're driving their um, spouses. Um, Alexis is driving in this like really fast electric go-kart, so she's like zooming past everybody. I think it's because Justin didn't fit in the small ones. Oh, that's that makes sense. Yeah, so I was like, he probably he... don't even fit in those little teeny ones. So then why didn't he drive? Because she's dominating him. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> Who's so wearing just, the pants here? He's just sitting in the back seat. I'm like, what a what a what a picture this is. Um so after they're all driving around the city, they get to the beach. It, everyone looks freezing. It looks really effing cold. They have like some hot hands, hand warmers. Like hand I'm not warmers? sure. I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> okay, but I noticed this as well during this episode because all of their things are outside. Yeah. They have no insides. Even decision day is going to be outside. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cold wherever. I mean, I know it's California, but California gets cold. Well, this Yeah, San Diego gets freezing. And also, yeah. And also the Bay Area, like, it gets cold. So Is I this don't for know. COVID that we can only do outside activities? Because no, they have been. this was filmed, like, last year. COVID was last year. COVID's I know, but, I, but I'm saying that, like, this was filmed. Well, I guess San Diego is a little bit different. Honestly, California in general has just been very more strict with the pandemic so I, I wouldn't be shocked actually i'm well yeah it seems like uh, all these dates they go on everybody's outside yeah everybody is group outings are outside they've only done a couple of things that have truly been inside but you know most of the things they're doing are like wineries and mm-hmm. you know unless they're in a house together like the apartments or the retreat house but everything else has been outside these people are cold but I agree. Yeah, they're freezing. Um, so they're all sitting around. Not much conversations happening. Um, I believe <laughs> Miguel brings up the how you guys feel. And, or maybe it was mm-hmm. Lindy. I'm not sure. Um, Miguel says this past week was very challenging for them and he is having serious doubts. Um, Justin says that he had a moment where he was going to say no because he's been in his head a lot. And then Lindy asked, you know, what was he thinking about? And he just said overgeneralizing. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, what, okay, to what regard? Or, or, I don't know, whatever. Everything. Um, Stasha Stasha says she was freezing, so she just was really uncomfortable. Uh, Nate said that he he realized that they need to learn how to communicate better, and Stasha said that Nate has a lack of emotional relationship experience, and sometimes it irritates her at times because she's having this to This did not seem like the time and place to, girl. to unpack this. I was like, wow, we're really doing this right now? And mm. sometimes it irritates her at times because she's having to explain the things and the whys behind them. She doesn't think he wants to trust what she says because when she told him that they can have kids and be fun parents, he didn't, he didn't believe her. But when his dad said it, then he believed him. I was like, this is inappropriate. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> this was not for everyone to be knowing about. Very inappropriate. He didn't even get to have a chance to respond. Poor You're Nate. Just like, oh, okay. Um, Mitch says that both him and Chris don't really know what they will do on decision day. And Lindy says in her confessional that Mitch is a confused soul and he refuses to be to do what's right and be with Chris. Tip. <sighs> Did I miss anything? Um... I think the only thing is she was saying that if he verbalized 
you know, what he thought, then she could just say yes. And then Lindy was complaining to us, saying that, like, Kristen is making it so easy for him. She's giving him basically directions on what he needs to do so she could say yes, and he's still not doing it. Um, I think the other thing... Yeah. I think that was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just people sitting outside in lawn chairs in the yeah, cold. they were just so cold. It looks like they got some food from a food truck, though. I did see... When Kristen was saying she's eating less meat, she's trying to be more oh, conscious. Oh, yeah, because yeah, cause he was, uh, Mitch was eating a burger and offered her a bite. And then she said that she had eaten meat the other night and got meat sweats. I was like, well, damn, what were you eating? Who it. knows? Trash. A lot. <sighs> okay, back to Kristen and Mitch. They have somehow stolen a lot of the time and energy of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite sure why, but they're at dinner in a private room. So they are actually inside. Um, this is, I believe, their last meal before decision day, um, or maybe their last dinner. I guess they'll have breakfast. But she says she's grateful they were matched. She wonders what life would look like if they said yes. And he kind of says, well, we wouldn't need to move too quick, you know, a few days to a week just of, you know, being two people in a relationship. Um, Kristen gets a little prickly <clears throat> with his response, and she says she just doesn't do well in a confusing environment where she's kind of dating her estranged husband, and she says he's super gray. Um, he's more gray than she would like him to be. And he says, well, I'd like to be less gray too. And I know you really like a declaration of love. So he's doing a lot of like acknowledging her needs. He's not meeting them, but he's just acknowledging. And so he takes the page that he got from his brother, and he says, well, is it going to be, if if it's good enough that, that I don't know. Wait a minute. He's asking her, is it going to be good enough if and if he doesn't fully know? But he says yes, and he's wanting to explore. Is that going to be good enough? And Kristen sits there, and she's like, it's a start. I'll take anything I can get with you, each little piece. I'll take it with grace, even if it's not what I want to hear, which <laughs> like, to me what? sounds like a complete disservice to you, girl. Yes. This man is saying yes. we don't need to. They haven't. Like, I think maybe last episode, Alexis and Justin were talking about they had been looking at apartments together. It doesn't sound like Kristen and Mitch have made any mm-hmm. plans for next week at all. None. And so the plan right now would be they go back to their separate places and they could see each other like, a couple know, times a week. Step by step. And it's like, what? I mean, honestly, I actually don't, I actually don't think that approach is bad. But for a couple that actually likes each other, like, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know if that's going to work for them. I think it's it's difficult to not have a plan. If there's like, okay, if we say yes, then we go looking for apartments. Yeah. But it seems to me like, okay, well, we'll see how we can do without the cameras around, which a lot of couples do yes. with yeah, this show. They yeah. kind of try it out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody has to buy a lease right now um, as soon as we get out of this apartment. But it doesn't even sound like, well, I'll come, like, uh, who was it, Jose and Rachel, like, oh, you can come yeah. live with me, or yeah. we'll go here, or go there. So we stay together, essentially. Um, but I think Mitch probably feels like she's really, like, getting in the way of his living his life. Um, <laughs> well. Because, <laughs> you know, she doesn't Jeez. surf. And so I guess, like, I mean, when I think of Mitch, it, it's very bachelory, like, he probably wakes up, he does work, he so goes to the beach. So then why show up for the show? Like, why the show then? I guess he's He wanted a beach that. girl that he could go to oh, the beach with, with, 
okay. ride his electric bike with someone who's kind of like him, like a best friend, not someone who's like, oh, let's go shopping, and he doesn't support fast fashion, you know? Right. So I think he got a little bit more than he bargained for. But he does say that <clears throat> he's very flattered by her, and he wishes he would have played it cooler on the honeymoon because he feels like he really like jacked the beginning of the marriage up. She says it's important that he give himself space to forgive himself. Um, what is he says? It's like she takes so a, so understanding. Yeah, it's just like she just takes away. Like if he apologizes, she'll just be like, "Oh no, it's okay." It's like she's just this doing is probably herself. a pattern in her life where she just accepts less than she wants. Yeah, like she's just doing herself such a disservice. It just breaks yeah. my heart. And then he says he doesn't want to shy away from the moment because it's what he's seen and you know one of his patterns. He ends with telling us, like, he's afraid to lose her and doesn't want to lose her. And she says, thanks. And so what he's doing now, which is a little bit different than before, is he's saying a lot of nice things. And so she's hanging on to those nice things and feeling really encouraged, I guess, even though it's still, like, if I want, if I want, like, brand name cereal and you're giving me that stuff that's in the bag, like, at the end of the aisle, Mm -hmm. I'm... I can't be, that's not what I want. I want the stuff in the box, you know. But he's like, oh, but I got you this instead. I saw this at the store and I got this for you. And she's like, oh, well, you tried. And it's like, how hard is it? It's the same aisle. Just, I don't know. But I think she's just wanting to be overly understanding for him. Even if, in not so many words, he's saying, I can't give you be the you husband need. you need. Yes, exactly. Which is just so, that's why she just really confuses me. And I honestly think she has a lot to discuss. Like, I feel like a lot of questions at the reunion need to be to her because she just, mm. go, it's just back and forth, back and forth. Like, it's just like, girl, like, why? I just don't get her. Yeah. It's just very confusing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so then after that, uh, we get a little scene two days until decision day. Um, Alexis and Justin are having their um, their outing, their last date. Um, he's chosen a spot outside. Um, there are sunflowers everywhere. Alexis is in her high-pitched voice, and she's like, Oh, my gosh, I'm so pleased. Justin looks so happy, poor thing. Um, you know, they sit down, and, you know, he talks to her about how, you know, he finally realizes that he's in his mind a lot. And then he says, and I quote, Girl, we know what happens when I make it there in regards to him being in his mind. Why is he even saying girl like that? (laughs) Okay, you got it. Justin says that um, his mom told him that he's scared when he gets in his mind and his feelings like that. And when he wants something so badly, um, he starts to like really like ruminate about it. Alexis says that him getting in his head, you know, she's just very grateful that he is aware and she is proud of him. Um, Alexis says that she also needs to create a safer space for him, and she asks him what he needs from her. He says he needs to feel desired, and he wants Mm -hmm. her to initiate when it comes to intimacy. Um, He tells her about what he said to his mom about him being freaky, um, but he's just not comfortable enough to do that. Alexis says, and I quote, I'm listening, I'm internalizing, I'm taking it all in. Did you notice that she got her front of her hair redone? Yes, I did. It's not the whole head. Yeah, I think she must have got it touched up. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So then Alexa says um, that she still has a few doubts about decision day. 
She wants consistency, foundation, understanding. She says she thinks he's a great person, but maybe they're better off as friends. And then Justin looks so tired. Mm. Thoughts? <sighs> no. It's just a lot of, like, you know, therapy speak. Like, literally, yeah. she was like, I'm listening, I'm internalizing, I'm taking it all in. Literally, isn't internalizing taking it in? Yes. That's, yes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then when she was like, she wants consistency, foundation, understanding. I'm like, girl, please just stop. Like, oh, my God. It's just so fake. I think, again, I think she's trying to tell him, you know, <laughs> what the deal is. And she's like, you know, I don't know. We could be better as friends. We haven't tried that, so. I, I just, I'm just so exhausted from the both of them. I want them both to free themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, that much. would be great. Don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's just too much. Like, sure. I'm really interested to see what they're going to say on decision day. Because, like, honestly, I truly believe as soon as the second day after decision day, when they move out, it's going to go downhill. She's not going she's not going to call him or text him or be with him. She's going to be out in the streets. I mean, yes. Yes, I don't see a whole lot happening with them post decision day, yeah, he gonna keep I throwing think, Maya in her face, and I gave up Maya. I gave up. Yeah, Maya, he gonna be I like, "Well, let me get Maya. Maya back. I'm driving to get her." Eighteen hours, wherever mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, I don't. It's she's trying to tell him. She and Mitch are the same essentially, and trying to be like, "Well, you know." Yeah, that's true. Let you let you down easy, but you won't let me. Just holding on, you know. <laughs> These people they've been matched with that just will not relinquish hope, which I guess is is good. But <laughs> anywho, wow. I said it's very sad. You said it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good to have a hopeful person in a situation, yes. but you also have to know like when it's time. And right, you got to know when when it's time to call it quits. Um. Okay, we have Lindy and Miguel. They are at a winery. And he's saying he's feeling good. He says, oh, she says this is a nice break from everything because, you know, they didn't really get a break during the retreat. He acknowledges he ruined the last winery visit, which was at the retreat when she was commenting that people were taking pictures of them. Um, He says he wishes he was less sensitive and overreactive. Uh, She acknowledges that she did boil up by talking to Gabby. So I guess like all of her emotions were coming out at that point. He says he hasn't been the rock she needs and hasn't been a pillar of strength and, you know, there to put her in her place. All kinds of strange language. (laughs) I was like, what? I don't know if I would ever respect someone if they were like, I know I haven't been there to put you in your place. I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me. Excuse me? I was Um, so confused. Maybe we missed something? I don't know, but she then says, like, well... I don't need anyone to manage me. Like, I just need you to step up when I'm low. So I guess maybe, I actually think that she did use that language before. Like, I need someone who knows how to, like, put me in my place. Oh. Because, you know, she gets a little in her head and gets a little, like, uh, like spazzy at times. Yeah, but. Uh, but I don't think she clear. meant, you know, like, dictate to me. Um, so I think she was the one who used the language first, and that's why he's saying it. And she's like, I just need someone to, like, be there when I'm low. But this is, I, I think this is all different context than what it was originally said in. 
Um, he says that she has a strong personality and it catches him off guard and it's a lot. She's really expressive and emotive and it's a fear of his that, you know, he's going to be with someone who's like that much, essentially. <sighs> so even though Miguel, I think, has seen his therapist since the retreat, it seems like he's a little more, a little bit more regulated, but I think he's still in that place where he's like, girl, I can't manage with you like you're triggering me i don't understand what's happening and it also seems like someone mentioned i think on one of our posts that lindy was like super immature and i guess they do have an age difference but it just seems like she is so but is it i don't know if it's her age or just like her lack of life experience right because she was super sheltered and he was like you know having to be a little bit more street smart when he moved to Puerto Rico and didn't know Spanish and he had to figure a lot of things out on his own well, as opposed to her being like more. My thing is you, you can, okay. Yeah. She's annoying. You know, she's a brat. She also is, you know, very kind. So I get it. But where he lost me is when he was like, Oh, she's so expressive and theatric and it overwhelms him. Uh huh. So I'm like, is that the immaturity, or or can you just not be with a woman who's like not subdued? Like I'm, I'm just trying. I to think find for him, it's like when balance. she goes. <laughs> I think it's like when she goes zero to sixty so fast. Like this whole picture thing, and she's like, "Oh, take my picture." And she's like, "You're making me mad," and it's like just you know, like it's dramatic. It so is. Then, so then he proceeded to take it to a whole nother <laughs> level. Well, he likes theatrics too. Is the thing so that he's not claiming. But I think for him, he's like, like the whole time they were on the street, he was like, you need to read the room, like match the energy or whatever. But I think he just perceives her as being like so aloof that she can't manage, which is not true. This woman has a job. She has a PhD. She's fine. But I think for him, it's just like, ugh. It's, it's so much emotion and I just need her to fit into this little box and she's never going to fit into that box. It's not who she is. Mm-hmm. But I think for him, he has an idea of who his wife should be and she should be like, kind of like him. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. People want to marry themselves. Yeah, they really do. It's very strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dom. So <sighs> we transition into Nate and Stasha. They're at the Ooh. same winery. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, same winery, just up the hill. Um, Nate is in a gorgeous uh, white turtleneck. Um, <laughs> I don't like sitting... when he does his hair like this. Me either. And I don't like when he wears these turtlenecks. <laughs> They're sitting outside. <laughs> Again, it looks so cold. Um, and he says he wants to know if she's all in and what her biggest flaws are. She makes a face, and she says that she shared her flaws with him already, and that's a hard question. Doesn't she, it seem like a really weird, direct question for him to just start off with? Yeah, it's just like, what your flaws are? And it's like, how do we get there? Like, what is, <laughs> She's like, anything you want to talk about? He's like, yeah, what are your biggest flaws? What? I would need to know, like, what's the context here? Like, just generally, or like, is this about something? But she's just like, I already told you that. It's um, weird. So then I guess, you know, I guess continuing the same strange line of questioning... She asks, you know, how is he feeling about love? He says it's too early for him, but his love for her is growing, and he can see himself falling in love, but he doesn't want to force it. It needs to come in time, and she's new to him. He says that hopefully she's patient. She says that she doesn't know if he'll ever have that love feeling because he hasn't experienced it. 
she says that she doesn't want to be in a loveless a loveless relationship. Boy. And that he goes through the motions in the morning by giving her hugs, but she feels like if he were in love, it would be deeper. I don't even know what that, I don't even know. Deeper <laughs> even know. snuggling? I don't like. even know, y'all. So then he says that hurts his feelings. I'm like, well, I'm glad you could figure out what she meant to say because I couldn't even figure out what the fuck that even means. Um, he says it feels like his affection isn't enough. She then pivots and says that he doesn't have that burning desire for her. And it feels like he's going through the motions. He says it feels like he cannot make her happy and she'll get bored easily. And that's a red flag to him. Sasha says in her confessional that he is not listening to her. He then mm. pulls up his hand and asks her why he got this tattoo. And she said because of, you know, his, uh, you know, of, of to show commitment. your commitment. He says two months in, she is questioning his love for her and it hurts his feelings and he's putting in a lot of effort and so then he gets really upset and is just like I'm just I need to get up so he leaves goes into the room probably to get some warm air um, Nate says in his confessional that he's done enough and if she doesn't see it then that's all that he can do Sasha comes in and they have the same conversation over and over again about falling in love being in love he says look I've known you for two months and I don't love you yet give it time goodness this is so annoying. Mm. So my thing about this is like, I, I too am a person who like, I have to know who you are and trust you before we even start talking about the L word. I'm not a hopeless romantic. I'm not someone who's like, it's been three weeks of us being together. Oh my God, I'm just <laughs> so obsessed. I love you. I just can't imagine my life without you. That's just not who the fuck mm. I am. So like, Stasha, uh, this is the insecurity. It's like, how do you even have the gall to ask someone, okay, well, how you how you feeling about this love thing? Girl, what? Is it that mm. trivial to you? <sighs> you know. This is wild. This is just Okay, crazy. wait. Did you stop when they got back in, when they were inside? Yeah, because I was just like, look, I don't even know. What were they talking about? Back and forth. It's about the same thing, right? <sighs> yeah, this is like after he walks out. He walks out and then. He's getting a little bit more aggressive, though, inside, because he feels like they're going inside. He's like, I don't have time for that. You don't feel like I'm genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and he's like, I'm hurt because you think I'm going through the motions. That hurts my feelings. Um, he's like, what happens next when you feel like I'm not doing enough? I'm going to be stuck with you. And she's like, you're going to be stuck with me? He's like, yeah, oh, yeah I'm going to be stuck that. with you. Go I ahead, go really, ahead. I didn't really understand. Maybe you can oh. help me understand, like, what, what, what does that mean? He's like, I'm going to be stuck with you. He was because he's like, you don't think I'm doing enough now. Are you ever going to think I'm doing enough? Which I'm like, good fucking point because they could get, I mean, they're already married, right? So they can move in and she could still be like, he could be like, I love you. And she's going to be like, okay, but like burning desire. And he could be like, okay, I love you and I desire you. And she could be like passion, you know, like she is not really satisfied with what he's doing at this level. So I think he's questioning like, how am I ever going to be, how how will you ever be satisfied? It's been two months. You're not satisfied. I told you from the get-go, I don't know if I was going to be able to do that. And I'll be stuck with you. And then at one point, he's like, I don't want to be married to you if that's going to be, like, the case. Um, he's like, I don't even want to prove myself anymore. I'm at the point I'm at the point where I don't care about it. And so I don't know if Stasha sees herself as, like, digging her own grave. <laughs> 
Like, I think she really thinks that, like, he is in the wrong and, like, that he is just, like, oh, he just doesn't get it. He's immature. And it's like, girl, you are the But she has a therapist. I'm like, have you talked to your therapist and unpacked this whole, like, I need him to love me in eight weeks type of thing? Because what is signaling to you in your brain that that would even be realistic and or appropriate? Yeah, I think it's the only, I think her therapist is the only person that can get to her. Because even when her mom tried to tell her, she was just like, oh. Like, well, that's the thing, like, wrong with you? I feel like I'm a hopeless romantic, but I'm not sitting there checking in, like, do you love me yet? Do you love me yet? Do you love that's me yet? Like, when so are you going to love me? It's just so sad. This poor man has never loved anybody. I think that's what's really freaking her out is because he's like, well, I didn't love the girl I actually live with. That was two years. So she's like, are you going to be with me for two years? I'm going to have a kid and you're still not going to love me? She's like going down a spiral <laughs> of things that could be possible but we also don't have enough control over he's probably not gonna love you any faster if you keep asking him and get on his nerves so mm. if you were a little bit more patient and y'all set up that couples counseling y'all said y'all were gonna do that'd probably be the place to address that but i would not continue addressing this day in and day out because it's wearing on the marriage it's wearing but on you know, stasha do what she want to do so we'll see if she don't shut up she's gonna be in that house all alone Big old house. She probably that's that's the way she intended it to be. Her house by herself. That so is true. maybe that's what she wants. She be like my white carpet, <laughs> my white yes. pillows. Everything will be white because no one will be there. Look, a fancy prison. Okay. Um. Oh, <laughs> you have a note for this. All right. Next scene, we have Kristen and Mitch. They are doing regular shit. They're brushing their teeth. She asks him if it'd be okay if Luna sleeps in the bed because it's their last night. He says, yeah. <laughs> um, they have to clean the wrinkle, which just, this, this sounds disgusting. I don't I know really how it actually understand. looks, but it's just, every time they start describing it, my stomach turns. I, don't, um, I just don't like They say they're having some kind of family meeting. He says he really appreciates her and tells her he loves her, but does clarify that he's not in love with her. And... <laughs> goes that (laughs) that extra step stop it (laughs) and then he also tells her she's a beautiful person he says he wants her to know that because he knows that he hadn't always said that about her and he knows she needs to hear that so mitch is kind of throwing a hail mary at this point um she says sometimes it feels like there's a romantic love between them but overall she does care about him and wants it to work and they agree to like cuddle and go to bed Um, after that, hmm. Alexis and Justin. Oh yeah, yeah. So Alexis and Justin. Wait, so isn't there like a little a little clip about how all the guys are leaving the mutual apartments and they will spend the last day alone? Oh, sure. I okay, usually yes, cut those yes. out. Mm-hmm. So it's the final day before decision day. Everyone's leaving the mutual apartments. So Justin asks Alexis to come with him, um, and she's just like, "No, baby." Um, Alexis says in her confessional, you know, how did they go from so good to so bad? Um, and Alexis says that she had, she tells him that she had to be forced to be committed because she isn't a committed first person and she has a fear of being all in. And so she has a lot to think about. I had to be forced to be with you. And the only way that was going to happen is through a marriage. And, And he just sat there and just looked at her. Like, he is just taking dagger after dagger after dagger. It is just so sad. 
Mm. That was that was tough to see. That was tough to hear. Um, <sighs> then he packs his bag and he hits the he hits the streets. Yeah, they live on the first floor because they're always coming out the other entrance mm-hmm. instead of into the actual hallway. Um, <laughs> said I had to, she said I had to be forced to be committed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. There's, I guess, a little bit. Well, maybe this was. I think this was before then, where she was saying she doesn't know what decision to make, and she wonders if that means something because she doesn't know. I think this was the night before. Um, and she says maybe his realization is too late that, you know, he finally came to the point that he decided, like, oh, he's in his head too much and he needs to communicate differently. Maybe that's too late. And she was asking for some affirmation instead of him asking for affirmation. It just doesn't sound like anyone is really here to be together. No. Um, in, in my opinion, I just, I'm not saying love that, you know, you would expect to see. Um, we go to Stasha and Nate getting in bed. And... She's telling us, I guess this is when she actually does that diary cam from the beginning. Yes, yes. Um, that they kind of cut up and threw in the front there. Um, but she says he blew up again. She's wondering how long they'll continue the cycle. Um, so she gets in the bed. She's sitting there. He gets in the bed. And, you know, we proceed to film. Uh, she asks what he enjoys about being married to her. He's thinking uh, production adds like a ticking clock in the background because he's taking a while. Um, he says the friendship aspect makes him hopeful and he likes her for her. She says she's been genuine, honest, and transparent. They both talk about not having any regrets. And he, when he says he doesn't have regrets, she kind of probes him on that. And she's like, not even about spazzing on me. And he's like, well, I feel like it's human to make mistakes and get emotional. He talks through it some more and he ends up apologizing and says he does regret it. Um, but he tags on if that's the answer you're looking for. Right. Uh, <laughs> she asks if it'll continue, like this blowing up, and he says, no, it won't, which to me sounds like this relationship is not going to continue. That's when he was responding to her, he was responding like, I'm not even about to be with you, so no, it's not going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the vibes that was coming through my television. Uh, and she talks about him using these tools that the experts gave them, and why isn't he doing that? And that's what they were giving to them for. She is just re- <laughs> relentless. Wow, what and, is wrong with her? And he's episode? like, you're throwing it in my face again. And he says, I did use the tools. It just wasn't in the moment. But I came back to you an hour later, and I used the tools. And you, it took you five whole minutes to acknowledge that I even did that. <sighs> and he says she disregarded his whole apology. He said he's asked her for reinforcement and words of encouragement and says when he doesn't get that, it ties into his insecurity of not being enough. And he's not going to sign up for this. That's not what he signed up for. Not something to be triggered. And he says she's triggering him. She says she's not trying to hurt him. He says he doesn't want to be unhappy and he's going to choose his happiness over a marriage. So <laughs> I guess they just went ahead and turned over and went to sleep after that. But. <laughs> It's Can just we a get lot, an emergency session? That's the thing. These experts have not been doing their job this season. And again, I still truly believe at least weekly couples counseling for every couple mm-hmm. on the show, it should be mandatory. I agree. Because you take two people who ain't never communicated and expect them to figure that out. <laughs> it just sounds like it's not going to work. People don't have the support they need to do this. Um... But yeah, goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, did I miss anyone? Did we miss anyone? 
Um, let's see. You did Alexis and Justin. After that was Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindy and Miguel when he's leaving. Yeah, so this was strange as well. It, it seemed like they were both going back and forth about what the other is really doing. Um, mm-hmm. Miguel was saying that he didn't want to be accused of being controlling. And then she says that she didn't want to be accused of being disrespectful. Both of them tend to be like that where they're like, oh, it was me, it was me, it was me. No, it was me. It was me. I was oh, like, no. I am not following anything that's happening. Um, and then Chris and Mitch, um, Chris said that she was going to do some meditation, take a bath, have a cocktail, um, because she is nervous for tomorrow and she needs some alone time and she's got the same jitters as the wedding day. So I don't know y'all. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Oh, other thing with them is he asked about the future if they say yes. And she brings up that whole thing of them being separate. He says he didn't mean they wouldn't, he says he didn't mean that they would stay married and live separate. Um, but he's kind of exhausted and just envisions them working back towards a shared life, kind of like sharing an apartment and stuff. Mm -hmm. He didn't mean taking a relationship break. Mm -hmm. Um, and she says, well, actually the location doesn't matter because they'll still be them no matter what. Like she'll be her, he'll be him. Location doesn't matter because she ain't moving into that (laughs) infested (laughs) apartment. Are you kidding? Yeah, she says, like, I want to say yes, but I'm just thinking about the match. Like, outside of this process, is this a good match? And no, it's not. Well, that's what she's trying to think about. She tells him to think about the same thing, too. And he says, yeah, maybe we've been focusing on the situation instead of, like, the actual match. Um, and she says she wants a romantic, out-of-this-world love. She wants it to be, like, you know, the grand gestures and things she's talked about. And she's... Cons- well, wondering like if they can ever get there, but which, you know, it would just be a little bit easier if we all acknowledge that the men leave, all the men go, the women stay in the apartments. Um, do you did you get this part about Stasha or the girls or these diary camps? I guess. Oh no! Oh wait, so Stasha did do something really weird. I forgot to mention when Nate left. Is that she like? Like, so she put her back to the door and then, like, fell on the ground. She, like, like slid down the slid door. Slid down the door. And I was like, what does that mean? Are, are you upset? Or <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Well, I didn't see them say goodbye. So I don't know if he actually kissed her goodbye or if yeah, he was just I like. I didn't see it either. I was kind of confused. <laughs> I think he probably just was like, all right, I'll holler. <laughs> because they both agree that, like, well, once we get into these diary cams, they both say kind of the same thing. Like, things have been really good until, like, this last week and a half or so when things began to get really rocky. But there was a point earlier this episode where Nate had acknowledged, like, he's been anxious. His feelings have been coming up because they're getting closer to decision day. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stasha, in this moment, says that she feels less optimistic than she has. And she says it's just been really volatile. Um Kristen says she's nervous. Mitch says he feels at peace, but a little bit anxious. Um, He questions if it's him, like if he's the one who's not being able to maintain relationships or if he just hasn't found the right girl. Alexis says she's having a lot of what ifs. Um, Justin says it's been up and down for them and really challenging. Lindy says she thinks they're on the same page with what they're doing. Um... Miguel says, despite how great it was, it's been challenging. And if she feels it's not working, then good for her for speaking up. Let's let the cards fall where they may. So, should we make our predictions? 
Um, How many couples will stay together? Oh, goodness. Um, honestly, how many couples should? How many will say yes? Oh, on decision day. Um, yes. I'm going to say two. Okay. I'm thinking one and a possible. Who would your two be? So I think Nate and Stasha are going to say yes. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Lindy and Miguel are going to say yes. Okay. I was going to say Nate and Stasha, and then my possible would be Alexis and Justin. Okay. Okay, we have our predictions down. Now, uh, one thing we need y'all to know about Decision Day, that episode is kind of like a rinse and repeat for Mm -hmm. everyone. Where we watch the backstory, we meet, we get the decision, and then we do the same thing with the next couple. Um, So we will not be covering that episode. We will cover reunions and things like that of course Mm -hmm. um but we'll come back to y'all once we have all the decisions and can accurately tell y'all what happened um anything interesting on your tv um so i did start watching a new show on hulu actually i've been Mm. watching some movies lately i watched this movie um called terror i think it's terrifier um It is um, one of those, like, really slasher graphic movies um, because the second one just came out in theaters. Um, So I wanted to see the first one. It is disgusting, and I just loved it. Um, (laughs) It's about this um, sinister entity called Art the Clown um, who terrorizes a teenage girl and her younger – and her. um, oh, wait, that's the second one. The first one is this um, Art the Clown who terrorizes, like, pretty much everybody in the movie. I think it's, like, two girls mostly. Um, But I am terrified of masks, and this guy has on the craziest clown mask I've ever seen in life. I love it. Loved Mm. it. So I watched that one evening, um, and then I've been watching a show on Hulu called Tell Me Lies. Um, It follows a tumultuous but intoxicating relationship as it unfolds over the course of eight years. When Lucy and Steven meet at college, they are at the formative age where seemingly mundane choices lead the way to irreparable consequences. Although their relationship begins like a typical campus romance, they quickly fall into an addictive entanglement that will permanently alter not only their lives, but the lives of everyone around them. It's going well. Very good. I love it. I think I started Tell Me Lies, but I don't think I finished that one. It's very, like I can see, you know, college, man. What can you do? Hmm. <laughs> you know, you just, just, you just make poor decisions in college. It's just what it is. Yeah, it is. It is that. That's the, the training ground for poor decisions. Yeah. But I do recommend everyone to watch um, Terrifier. Um, I watched it. I rented it on YouTube, but I think it's also um, on some other random things. I believe it's on Prime. Hmm. Is it free on Prime? Why did I buy it on YouTube? What the fuck? Oh, girl, you buy stuff on YouTube. Oh, wait, no. On Prime, it's like free with ads. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh. Um, but it is so good, y'all. I mean, if you like horror, you'll love it. But if you don't, then don't watch it. <laughs> okay. Please. Sounds lovely. What have you been um, I have been watching The Watcher. Oh. It is... I've been watching that as well. Are you enjoying it? I actually am. Although me I heard, too. Uh, yeah, I'm actually enjoying it. It's a slow burn for me. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, taking it day by day. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. Okay. How much do we think that house is worth? Ooh. 
Because that house is huge. It is huge. It's probably worth at least a million. Well, where is it at? at? In New Jersey? Um, it's, I mean, it's old. Let me tell you guys the plot first. So yes, we all can all on the same page. Get into the, the, uh, the Watcher is a new show on Netflix. It is a miniseries. It just premiered on October 13th. Um, as you know, 13, whatever, Halloween, whatever. <laughs> um, it is an American mystery thriller created by Ryan Murphy, who is behind all of the American horror stories. Um, and Ian Brennan follows the true story of a married couple who moved into their dream home in New Jersey, who after moving into their dream home in New Jersey, are harassed by these letters that are signed by a stalker named The Watcher. So, from what I've gathered so far, this family moves into this house, and it kind of gives, um, if you guys watched the first season of American Horror Story, it was also a house as like the, it was murder, the murder house season, mm-hmm. which kind of looks like this to me. Um, but they move into this house and all of a sudden they have like a mailbox outside and they keep getting these letters and someone's reading the letters like to us. There's like this strange yeah, voice. Like, there are I these strange. Yeah. So they're like, and the watcher knows things like, oh, your children's names are this. People are sleeping here. People are doing this and that and the third. And so they have a, a daughter who's like a teenager. And because it's a new house, you, know, you get a new house and you have to get stuff done. You have cameras being set up, pool people, that kind of thing. So they ha- they're not sure who's watching the house, but the neighbors apparently are very involved in whatever is going on or just very like nosy neighbors, like one couple was sitting out in their lawn chairs watching these people move in with their pianos and things. Um, so the whole series is about trying to figure out who the actual watcher is. And so that's kind of why it's a slow burn. A little bit of like cat and mouse. Strange people keep appearing. And we don't know <laughs> how it all so fits yet. Weird. <laughs> it's these really, I'm crazy. entertained. <laughs> like I got to um, one of, I got to an episode where like, what, what episode are you on? Um... Uh, let me see. I'm probably a little bit more than halfway. I'm probably episode four or five. Okay, because there's, like, one scene where, like, they're doing some work on the house, and then this just random man just walks in, making himself a sandwich. I'm like, oh, John, these people? Yeah. So that I'm man like, is John. What? I don't know if you've gotten to, like, who he is yet. But it's just crazy. I'm just like, this neighborhood, this town. It's, it's entertaining. I love me a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, love you it. know, those are my game shows are kind of where I, where I stay between a little dark and a little light. Um, but very, <laughs> very, very good. Um, there's also, like, the wife has some a friend that she go meets, goes and meets up with. Is and there's, like, friend? this... That's, we don't know. I don't know how she met this lady, why they're like hanging out all the time, but there's her. It's a bit aggressive. There's a a black woman who's filling in some pieces of the story, and I'm not sure exactly where she came from. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this random 12 year old who's installing the cameras, I'm like, what is happening? There's now I don't typically I don't watch shows very very closely. If it's a show that I need to monitor closely, don't don't tell me to watch it because I'm gonna miss key details. But I think in this show these things are actually just these people are just appearing without any real like backstory to how they're connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's fun for what it is. I think when I initially cut it on, I thought there were seven seasons and there's only seven episodes. So I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I just found out yesterday. It's only seven seasons. I was like, oh, a whole new show to watch. And I started watching it. And I was like, oh, this would be great. What's happening next season? And I think yesterday I was like, seven episodes? What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but I know I would have slowed down if I knew I was going to run out so fast. Um, but so far so good. I think there should be another season because Ryan Murphy tends to do that with his shows, have multiple seasons of things, even sometimes past their prime, but we're at a good point (laughs) right now. We'll see how the ending goes, but I am intrigued that it's based on a true story. And after I finish, yeah, it is kind of weird. After I finish episode seven, I'm going to kind of dig into it a little bit more and figure out which parts are true, which parts aren't. Um, Just because, you know, that's the way you do shows where they're based on a true story. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm watching. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Um, Okay. Like us, us, you know, love us. Find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, love on us, and I guess we'll be back in two weeks for the reunion. We'll see who's made it thus far. It just looks abysmal. Oh, yes. Uh It looks awful. So, (laughs) yes. Um, Just thankful that we all made it this season, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.